Hello everyone out there, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Got a lot to talk about on this episode, and we're going to be discussing the Lions versus the Giants preseason week one skirmish. Uh, it was definitely an interesting and well-fought game. thought it was a lot more telling that both of these teams are very equivalent in roster and in stature and in play style and overall grit. Um, And I think Logan would attest to that. Shout out to him. He's on the clock right now. Um, But I'm going to give you, from a Lions Lions fan perspective, what my initial thoughts of the game were. Brian Branch stood out to me. He was amazing, in my personal opinion. He blew up that play on Cole Cole Beasley. Excuse me. Um, Overall, it showed that he has one strength two, big hitter, three, potential just playmaker in general. I want to see that upside out of him, and I think he is emerging uh, before our eyes in this offseason slash OTA slash preseason, and I think we're going to see him only get better. And and this Brad Holmes, he knows how to draft mature and game-day-ready players throughout the draft, throughout the fucking draft. So I I think Brian Branch has the capability to be an immediate impact player in his rookie season. Another guy that stood out to me was Julian Aquara. Uh, He had a hat trick of sacks, and it was just really nice to see him come into his own. I think our first and second team defense are not far off by any fucking means. Uh, Very close and equivalent in talent and production. Um... And honestly, sometimes if you're able to somehow merge the two in a somehow legitimate way where you get the best of both rosters, but it's just so hard to do that when you have so much talent and depth, especially for once. And it feels like the Lions have had this, you know. Um, Khalif Raymond looks really solid. So does Josh Reynolds. Those guys are catching good ball. Um, their, their route running looks really good. Khalif Raymond looks ripped. He looks in shape and in form, ready to go for this 2023 season. Just a guy I wanted to shout out because he looked really, really solid throughout, throughout the entire off season, in my opinion. Um, Jameson Williams, I know he has that little, um, calf thing or a, a strain, um, and they're going to probably rest him until he can come back from suspension. But uh, he looked good. He looks in rhythm. Um, I just want to see him stay on the field. Uh, I don't want it to turn into a Kadarius Tony situation for the Giants. But this time for the Lions. I really don't want to see that happen by any means. Because he, is, he has so much talent and so much upside that it would go to waste. Anywhere else, honestly. Um, not anywhere else. You see what Kadarius Tony said, but I mean, they drafted him. They they traded up to get him. I come on, you know, it needs to work here. Uh, o line did struggle a little bit. Our first team O line squad did struggle. Uh, that was a little bit of a concern. But the de- uh, the New York Giants have a really good front seven and a really good defense overall that played very very stout. And showed that they have the strength and the veracity. Kayvon Thibodeau looked really solid. Um, Dexter Lawrence is Dexter fucking Lawrence, obviously. But they have some they have some guys over there for sure. And it really just genuinely showed. And um, thought it was interesting to see that tenacity kind of meet 
in the middle, you know, really awesome to see. Because I'm really looking forward to a rematch. Oh, well, I'm sure the Giants are looking for a rematch because we did beat them last year. But I do want to see these two teams play again in the regular season. I think it'd be a very, very fun game. Um, the defense looked heavily improved. Um, like I was saying, even our second team, we were just overall very intelligent with our plays, with our movements. No bullshit penalties, no blown assignments, nothing crazy. Um crazy bad, you know what I'm saying? But like, it just overall, our pass rush is what impressed me the most. Our front seven is really what needed to be addressed in the offseason, and it was. Um, I really like John Kaminsky. I really like, obviously, Aiden Hutchinson. I love Isaiah Bugs and James Houston. But then you add the element of uh, Jack Campbell with Malcolm Rodriguez and Alex Anzalone up there. I mean, those guys are going to wreak havoc with the pass rush and then the run game. I mean, they're going to hopefully never miss assignments with their gap schemes and gap assignments. But I really do believe that we have the potential, uh, the Detroit Lions, to be near uh, on par uh, with some of the top tier defensive lines in the league this season based on productivity and people will laugh at me when I say that but I think it's the truth I think they have genuinely a chance to make a statement this year and um, we'll see uh, overall better play calling from from Dan Campbell obviously it's preseason but I saw some things that I really appreciated seemed more calm um, and composed and I really appreciated that overall um, really good coaching in this game because it was a nail-biter win uh, 21-16 the Lions won um, the Lions actually scored 11 points in the third quarter to kind of come back and claw their way back into this thing and then uh, they outscored them in the fourth seven to three um, they dominated, the Lions dominated possession time by six minutes. First downs, the Lions had 19 compared to the Giants, 13. Total yards, 327 for the Lions, 216 for the Giants. 230 passing yards for the Lions, 135 for the Giants. 97 rushing yards for the Lions, 81 rushing yards for the Giants. Six penalties for the Lions, eight for the Giants. 149 return yards for the 88 for the Giants, 69 total plays for the 55 for the Giants, yards per play, 4.7 for the Lions, 3.9 for the Giants, total turnovers, 2 for the Lions, and then 1 for the Giants. Overall, pretty, you know, nothing staggeringly different about these teams. Um, The Giants won a playoff game last year, so they are, in in theory, and just based on facts, the better team going into this upcoming season. But the team with the more hype around it, I believe, honestly, is the Lions. They've gotten a lot of hype from the national media. Really hope that they can uh, cash in on that for sure. But uh, the reason that total return yards is so high is because a personal favorite of mine, uh, one of my favorite football players probably ever, and Caden will say the same thing, But Maurice Alexander, former USFL star, had a 90-plus yard uh, punt return touchdown for the Lions with a double spin move out of it. No one uh, one was catching him, and it was just awesome to see a hard time get out there and do his thing, bro. He is a G. Uh, Shout-out to you, Maurice. I hope you're out there listening somehow, some way, some shape, or some form. But loved watching you uh, take that one home. Um, 
but no, another thing I did want to see um, was a defensive mindset change up, and I think that we have completed that. Not entirely. We have to see game tape in this year, but um, we look a lot like we're trying to become like the Seattle Seahawks defense, uh, and I really have no problem with that by any means. It's a very solid memo and mold to go after. Um, so I just really wanted to just point that comparison out. You know, maybe not you know maybe not player wise like similarly, but like schematically it looks similar. Um, Last thing I wanted to say was, like, the grit is really the one thing that is showing more than anything about this team. And they fight no matter what game it is, no matter where they are, they will always fight. That's Dan Campbell, and that's his Lions. Um, And this was an overall really fun game to watch. We saw a lot. Um, Let me just see if I can pull up some individual player stats here. Uh, Tommy Tommy DeVito went 15 of 24 for 62.5 uh, completion percentage for 155 yards, a touchdown, and an interception with an 83.4 QBR. Tyrod Taylor went 3 of 4 with a 75% completion percentage for 7 yards, uh, 77.1 QBR. Rushing yards, Jashon uh, Corbin, 3 for 40, 13.3 average, long of 33. Tommy DeVito, 4 for 11, 2.8 average, a long of 11. Eric Gray, 5 for 9, 1.8, 6 long. James Robinson, 6 for 9, 1.5 average, 4 yard long. Tyrod Taylor, 2 for 7, 3.5 average, 6 yards was his long. Khalil Pimpleton actually got a rush. 1 attempt for 4 yards, 4.0 is his average. Uh, Matt Breida, one one attempt, one yard. Okay. That's not, like... That doesn't give me hope. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's scary. I thought Matt Breida was supposed to be some bigger signing for them. That's a little concerning for me, to tell you the truth. But at the same time, you also have to take into consideration that the running back position is very valuable, and it's a high-risk position. So I can understand the Giants... Going through the thought process, hey, neither of my top three running backs or top two running backs are rookies. They don't need to play much in the preseason, which I'm totally okay with. But if it's a rookie running back, I can see why they need to be put in the preseason. But like, if you're a, a veteran running back, the only way you you really like lose your ability is if you're injured, one, or if you know there's off the field stuff, or if you just like kind of get out of shape. We've seen that, you know, time and time again. But I'm glad the Giants are actually, you know, now that I break that down, because this episode did did come out a little later, and I apologize for that. Um, but the second preseason week just it, it just started essentially. Shout out to Austin Watkins for going off again, like for real. Seven catches, 134 yards, and a touchdown. Legend. But uh, the Giants did just play the Panthers, and they mollywopped them. I mean, they, they mollywopped them. And, and Logan's going to definitely touch up on that in the uh, preseason week two recap episode for sure. And we'll even have a little Giants episode for all of our New York Giants fans out there. Or maybe anyone in New York listening. Shout out to you. Um, but we do actually... Um, I, I don't think that the Giants and Lions play in the regular season this year. Let me Let me confirm that, please. 
bear with me. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. But, um... Receiving-wise, David Sills, two catches. This is for the Giants, going back to their... To their uh, I guess, stat sheet here. David Sills, two catches for 36 yards. Cole Beasley, four catches for 33 yards. Jameson Crowder, two catches for 32 yards. Khalil Pimpleton, shout out to him, former Lion. He had two catches for 15 yards. Um, Tommy Sweeney, one catch for 14. Isaiah Hodgins, one catch for 13. Jalen Hyatt, one reception for negative four yards. But it didn't matter because he redeemed himself, and you'll see why if you haven't watched the highlights. Um... But a guy that Logan has been talking about for a while, and I know he would want me to bring this man up in this episode. You told me before the game, Logan, look out for Jason Pinnock, or Pinnock, and look at the game he had. He had one tackle, but he had that nice, beautiful turnover. He, he looks like he could be a guy that knows his assignment um, and, and genuinely plays in the system and maybe can even blossom to something like a captain. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know uh, what they plan to do with him schematically, but a guy that I could definitely see growing in that Brian Dayball system. Uh, Deontay Banks looked solid. He only had a tackle, but he was playing well in coverage. Graham Gano went three for three. What you want to see out of your kicker, obviously. Um, Another guy I really wanted to talk about here is uh, Alex Cook. A really solid player, in my opinion. Um, he's a, he is a safety, and he had a good game. He had three tackles, and he had four assisted tackles. So he had three, th- uh, seven, seven tackles essentially. You know, assisted tackles. He's around the ball, he, he knows his assignment, and he's not scared. You don't want to have a guy that's fearful of being ready to hit. And Kobe Smith is another guy I want to look out for, uh, for, the, for the Giants as well. Um, really interesting. To, I, I didn't know that they got him, but hell, I think he could be something pretty good for them on the defensive line. Um, but he had, uh, what was his game looking like? Bear with me, bear with me. Oh, you guys also, they also have Amani Aruaria, uh, who had two tackles. Godspeed with him, Giants fans, seriously. But uh, Kobe Smith had two tackles and two assisted tackles. Michael McFadden didn't have a not good of a game, um, game. but Darnay Holmes was alright. Bobby McCain. Love to see that. Four tackles, one assisted tackle. Trey Hawkins, the third, had a good game. Cam Brown had a good game. On the paper, on paper, on paper. This is on paper. So don't take me as uh, scripture here. But let's go over the um, the Lions here. Nate Sudfeld was terrible. Um... It was bad. 
He was 15 of 28, 53.6% completion percentage, 194 yards and two interceptions with a QBR of 52.4. Adrian Martinez, quarterback, 4 for 7, 57.1% completion, 37 yards, 75.5 QBR. Um, Devine Ozigbo, 11 attempts for 31 rushing yards. Okay, Benny Snell, 6 for 23, 3.8 average. Okay, Jameer Gibbs, 6 for 19, 3.2 average. Okay, Adrian Martinez, 5 for 14, 2.8. Okay, so he's, and he got a touchdown too. Shout out to Adrian Martinez, the quarterback that can uh, bring that shifty element. Uh, Muhammad Ibrahim, 4 for 9. Uh, Nate Sudfeld, 1 for 1. Uh, whatever. Uh, Chase Cotta, 4 receptions, 60 yards. Guy that really did. James Mitchell also stood out to me. So did Antoine Green. Um, Antoine Green is a sleeper. Be 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 wary on him, you know. And shout out to Trey Quinn, former USFL Michigan Panther. Uh, he did get a catch in this game, one catch for eight yards. Jason Kambida uh, got a catch for one uh, one catch for nine yards. Dylan Drummond look, has been looking really good. Maurice Alexander got a catch for seven yards. <clears throat> Um, on the defensive side of things, Derek Barnes played really well. Will Harris was okay. Uh, I, I'm not sold on him anymore, knowing that we have Brian Branch and that we have these other new pieces on defense. Um, Benito Jones was okay. John Kaminsky was really good, in my opinion. I think he and Julian Aquara deserve to be rotational pieces on the first team. Um, we have just really good depth at defensive line, so... Um, Levi Anzarike, really good as well. Brandon Joseph was solid. Khalil Dorsey was okay. Tay Hayes, shout out to him, former USFL Stallion. Um, I think he's actually now on the Patriots or the Ravens, I believe, um, because he was waived a couple days after this game. Uh, Chase Lucas was okay. James Houston was pretty good. Uh, We still have a kicking battle between Riley Patterson and Parker Romo. We'll see what that turns into, but... The main man of the the Lions in this game was Maurice Alexander with that uh, punt and return touchdown, which was just fantastic. I mean, he had two attempts, 97 yards, a long of 95, and a touchdown, an average of 48.5. So he's he's got something there on special teams for sure, and I hope that they utilize him to the best of their ability. Another guy I did want to say that looked really good, and I know you know we drafted him with an injury. Um, but Josh Pascal, a guy that won't be really talked about enough because of the defensive line that he's on with Isaiah Bugs, with Aiden Hutchinson, with James Houston, with John Kaminsky, with Julian Aquara, with Romeo Aquara. Um, he is a baller and he has that dog in him. His power moves and his arm movements just look really good. He looks a lot more refined than last year. And he was a really nice additional piece for the defense last year. Um, but yeah, no, I, overall, Malcolm Rodriguez was okay. Um, did miss an assignment. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'm not going to kill him for it, but um, I'm glad Nate F- Sudfeld is out. Uh, I'd rather keep, <clears throat> you know, Teddy Bridgewater now signed. Uh, and then maybe Adrian Martinez is the QB3 since it looks like Hendon Hooker will not be uh, suiting up this year by any means of the imagination. Um, but Adrian Martinez kind of is that wild card. I mean, if he does need to come in or, you know, hell, last week of the season, we don't need to really, you know, risk Jared, then put him in, see what he has. But I, I just really am glad that overall we look like a more sound club 
in the preseason. We're actually able to play around with the different pieces that we have and experiment, test things out. Um, Because the Lions were not able to do that because they had no talent. And honestly, the Giants were in that same boat. And that's why it's so awesome that, you know, we got to see them play in the preseason. Really interesting and really awesome. Um, And a really good game overall. Really gritty and a lot of good football. And it's preseason ball, but it's NFL. You know, it's back. We're so close. And honestly, if the, you know, Giants and the Lions look like they did in preseason week one with even their second teams. I think both of these teams will be very good in the 2023 season and teams to look out for in the postseason, especially the Giants. They already did it last year. I don't see why they can't do it again, but the Lions have to prove that in this upcoming season. And um, both teams on a similar storyline and a a similar trajectory. Um, And it was really cool to see them meet. And I'm sure Logan um, will have a lot to say on the recap of like, preseason week two as well his i'm sure his giants episode should be coming out soon um so just stay tuned for all that make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms instagram twitter tiktok and threads at tea time reports all support is greatly appreciated and if there's anything we want to if you guys want us to do cover change constructive criticism anything please let us know and we'll be happy to oblige take care everyone this is trevor signing out